0: SBS Radio. Shelley Ware, media personality, sports commentator, educator and mum, is joining us on NITV Radio for a year about online safety as a new law has come into effect, giving the safety commissioner the power to remove serious online abuse from platforms. Welcome to NITV Radio, Shelley.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much
0: for having me. Now, the Online Safety Act 2021 came into effect on January 23, and this is a sensitive topic for mob. Now, Shelley, can you tell us what this new law entails?
1: So, like you said, it was actually released, updated on the 23rd of January, and there are new laws that are put in place to better protect Australians from serious online abuse. You know, like It's like child cyberbullying, image-based abuse, illegal or serious harmful content. And the process basically is, if something is happening to you, you need to report it. And then the e-safety commissioner, once it's reported, can actually take it down. So you are protected and you are safe. And then you can go into other proceedings if you choose to. But it's the most important thing is that you must report it to the online platform first.
0: Yeah, and uh, the law encompasses so many aspects, like... uh child support bullying, uh, harmful and dangerous online content. There's so many areas that it touches and this is part of actually everyday life, but we don't see the extent of damage that this kind of thing can cause to people.
1: Well, exactly. Well, you t- take racism, for example, and how it impacts, you know, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people and communities when they experience serious online abuse. You know, that's lifelong. Like, what happens to you, you know, it's it, proven about our health, it's our mental health, all of these things, you know. So if you do experience targeted racial online abuse, you know, violent threats or harassment, report it to the platform and then go to esafety.gov.au and they will act for you and keep you safe online.
0: Can you give us a specific example of how this can play out?
1: Well, it's just basically about keeping yourself safe And um, making sure that you check your security settings, that you talk to someone that you trust. All of these things are vital. It's really on you. Or if you're actually witnessing it happening to someone else, you can report it and get advice on how you can um, help another person who's experiencing this. Especially because sometimes when we're getting abused online, it can be a bit of a trap and a bit of a tunnel and sometimes you can't help yourself. So if something is happening to someone else, you can report it. Once it's reported to the e-safety commissioner, they can take it down and it's removed from the internet permanently. They have the power to do that. And then it's up to you, of course, if you choose to go on to um, charging them and you can actually take them to court. And and there's serious jail time now and serious penalties of money. So it's gotten pretty serious. The government's taking it very seriously. So it's about time that they have. There's still some room to improve, of course, as there always is in a new law, but really it's about us taking care of our own selves and making sure we report it, checking out what our rights are at the esafety.gov.au and getting rid of this crap that we have to put up with
0: basically every day. Yeah, definitely. But a lot of people now, especially even after the pandemic, before that the trend was on, but the pandemic accelerated the trend of uh, online activity. Most of the interactions are now done online. And uh, as individuals, we seem to be powerless uh, in front of these um, uh, big tech companies. If you have to report something, you don't have a human being to talk to, you' on your own just to deal with uh, these attacks and uh, dealing with platforms that are not always um, as friendly as you'd expect.
1: Absolutely. You know, it was quite shocking, and I, was, I was, couldn't believe it how much it did increase during COVID and all of the lockdowns. And a, a lot of that had to do with people's mental well-being. And, you know, hopefully we're seeing the back of that And as a country. Things like this are making people rethink. You know, if you're going to get jail time and, and a fine over $100,000, then it's probably going to make people like that stop because this is for those people that don't... listen to the education. This is for people who only respond to consequences. And I'm fine with that if these consequences do something about them stopping it. And... You are talking to people here um, at eSafety.gov.au and the people that care and the eSafety Commissioner will take it down. So we're taking things very seriously.
0: And this has to start us at a young age. Uh, as a mom yourself, uh, how do you educate the little ones? You're also an educator, you're a teacher. Besides being a media personality, you're passionate about education, but how do you go about uh, raising awareness So uh, within uh, the youth?
1: I think it's quite simple, actually. It's about ongoing conversations. You know, I've been having these conversations with my son before he even went on the internet, you know, before that. So from a very, very young age, from probably the age of three, because it's a massive part of their life. So I was having conversations about how to protect yourself, and they're ongoing. And I introduced social media to my son at a young age of probably about, I think he was 10, because what happens with children is that between the ages of 10 and 13, they will actually tell you what's going on. Once they hit teenagers, they can often not tell you what's actually happening. If somebody's gleaning them or if somebody's asking them to do something, you know, with their body or send a photo. So if you're having those conversations where you have full control of their social media, and there are a lot of programs that help you do that, you're teaching them how to be safe online straight away. And then, when they're on their, pretty much on their own, a little bit later in life, you know, we're talking 16, they're all set up with the tools on how to do it. And if something happens, they know either how to do it themselves and fix it themselves, or they can still come to you because you've built that trust within each other on how to work through the safety online. You know, a classic example, my son, when he instantly went on Instagram when he was about 12 years old, a 40 year old woman wanted to be his friend within minutes. And so we were able to have the conversation and say, I'm 40 years old, do you see me wanting to be friends with a 13-year-old on you know, 16 or whatever, on 10 or whatever your child is on the internet? And so we were able to break it down like that because we could have those conversations because we're doing it together. So that's a really important thing to do.
0: Yeah, and I remember a few years back, uh, child grooming was rife and uh, the authorities did take steps to actually curb on that. But uh, there are other forms of uh, online harmful content that uh, need to be addressed, especially I'm thinking about it at the beginning of uh, the foodie season with um, advertising that could be harmful. I think in particular, things like gambling is something we have to actually protect uh, younger ones against.
1: I consider it quite harmful content, um but unfortunately, this isn't covered in the online safety act, um but personally I agree with you, one hundred percent. I took my son to the football when he was little when you could they could advertise it on the big screen at the MCG. He walked out of the football and said, "I can't wait to start gambling. He would have been eight years old. That was the first he'd ever been exposed to gambling, it was the advertising at the NCG. That has since been removed, but I agree with you. That advertising should not be able to go out into children. There needs to be a better way of fixing that. But I wish it was covered on here because I'm quite passionate about gambling and it not being a part of people's lives, especially within our community and how many um, problems we do have with gambling. But, um, you know, it's not covered in this act. Yeah. But it is something for parents to seriously consider what their children are watching.
0: Maybe the next step the authorities should look into just to minimise harm to society. Is there a specific online safety campaign for mob?
1: The campaign specifically for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. I'm actually one of the ambassadors, and there are some videos and some links that you can go to the eSafety.gov.au, and you can see where I've given some advice and some videos. That certainly is available, but it's for everyone. If you head to esafety.gov.au, keep mob safe online, learn about online safety, check your security settings, talk to someone you trust, respect others. You know, we've got to end racism within our community and targeted racism, racial online abuse. So, you know, working together. So getting this out of our community is important. So head to esafety.gov.au.
0: Shelly Ware, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us today about this sensitive topic of safety online.
1: Thank you. Want to hear more stories like this? Listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from.